Hi, friends. Welcome to The Faithful Podcast, stories of people who walk by faith and gained a fuller understanding of the faithfulness of God. I'm your host, Stephanie Baker. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. This episode is part two of my interview with my friend Gina Thayer. Gina shares about how she and her husband married, divorced, and remarried each other. It is such an amazing story of God doing something unexpected, but so beautiful. If you've not listened to part one yet, make sure you do that right away. So here is part two of my interview with Gina. Awesome. So how do you feel like this whole experience has transformed you as a person? Well, it's taught me, like I said, to go back to square one with Jesus and to never, ever let go. Mm. And for me, that means constant prayer, just like the word tells us to, you know, just talking to him all day long. For me, it means, and, and I know this looks a little bit differently for everybody, but I have to start my day with him for even if it's just a few minutes to get myself aligned and on the right foot and in the right frame of mind every single day. Because when we sleep and we wake up, we wake up as human beings and we need to put on the word and we need we need to arm ourselves every single morning. And I don't ever want to be out of that mode um, after, I mean, you know, in retrospect, this was all way harder than it needed to be. And, um, and so I don't ever want to be not all in. That's really good. Um, so what surprised you or was the biggest unexpected blessing about this journey? Huh. So, um, probably this is, this might, this is kind of like an anticlimactic comment, but the joy of living day to day in the roller coaster ride that is being all in with God. Mm. You know, in my mind, over all those years, I thought I was going to have to give up something and, and that it was going to be detrimental somehow. I don't know where I got that thought process, but the truth is you do have to give up something. You have to give up everything, and then you get all that joy flooding in day in and day out. And I think that's been the most unexpected, like, this is really true. The really strong Christians that I did know growing up that talked about this and I didn't believe it. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So I would say that. No, that that's great. I think there's there's so much in our culture that says like we need to be free and you do you and you do what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that you realize through that time, and maybe I'm putting words in your mouth, but it seems like you realize that doing you or doing what makes you happy or you think will make you happy mm-hmm. doesn't always lead to that. And it, it doesn't. It does uh, not fill that God hole that right. you absolutely have to fill. Yeah, and it and it may it may leave leave a path of destruction behind it. You know, like it may it may hurt mm-hmm. others in the process of making you quote unquote happy. Yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah, no, that I think that's that's so cool that that's not that's not anticlimactic at all. I think that's very very much something that we all need to realize is that when we walk mm-hmm. daily with the Lord, we 
we're able to bring life. We're able to bring restoration. We're able to do these things that um, when we're being the hands and feet of Jesus and we're carrying those things out, we're, we're experiencing more of who he is and more of who he desires for us to be. So I think that's good. Um, what helps you to remain faithful to Jesus Agreed. in hard times? You cut out there, but I think I heard I heard it. Can you yeah. let me ask you to repeat the question? Sure. What helps you to remain faithful to Jesus in the hard times? Mm. Gotcha. Um, like I said, pretty much uh, the quiet time every morning. Uh, one thing that I that I learned to do through that singlehood and that um, beginning back with Jesus experiences, I really used my phone and the notes on my phone to put in verses that were really relevant to me. And it's really interesting now. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a huge list now, but it's interesting to read through it because it kind of shows the trajectory of the things I was working on with God at that time. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, but prayer and quiet time and um, staying close to my um, posse of godly Christian women. Yeah. That's great. So do you have any favorite verses that speak to you maybe in the difficult times? Um, It is literally a whole list. Um, (laughs) Maybe pick a few. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I will share, uh, and this, this may not be exactly what you're asking for, but one of the things that really struck me at the beginning of my journey was um, the Revelation 3, 15 and 16. And, you know, this is when God was trying to get my attention again. And that verse talks about, uh, well, it says, I know your deeds, you're neither hot nor cold, how I wish you were one or the other. So because you're lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. And that got my attention so much because I was so one foot in and one foot out that it just really, I mean, once you become aware of that, you can't be, you can't ever be unaware of it. Mm, So that was a really, a really good one to start with. But a lot of the Jeremiah verses I love. Right now, I am reading through Psalm 91 mm-hmm. um, every day, and I don't have it memorized, so I, I won't go through it. But, you know, I, I think it's important what whatever is going on in each of our lives that we do find some verses and meditate on those or read through them. You know, if you're out walking or whatever, it's just really easy to pull them up on your phone and read through those mm-hmm. because putting that good stuff in, it, it, it can't be, it, it's just, it's underrated, <laughs> honestly. Right. I mean, we need to be putting good stuff in so good stuff is coming out. Mm. <clears throat> That's really good. So how has walking through this experience with your husband changed your view of God? Uh, well, I, I just feel like, you know, he wants the best for us. And I, I didn't really think, ever think about that before. He wants the best for us. He's willing to dig in with us as our loving father and as our best friend. And he can do anything, you know. He can he can take a marriage that's not what it's supposed to be and transform that if we allow him to do that. And he's given us a second chance for that. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, And how do you feel like it's transformed your view of marriage or your understanding of what marriage should look like? 
Mm. Well, I will, like I said earlier, marriage is about the best fodder for spiritual growth there is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we have opportunity all the time to work on our spiritual growth. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I believe that book, The Sacred Search, really turned my head around in terms of what is marriage all about. It's, it's really to honor God. And it's so messed up with the culture that we live in. It's so flipped upside down because of what you said earlier. Everybody's free to be me and free to be happy. Well, I don't, there's not a lot in scripture about God telling us that we should be happy. I mean, it's about being (laughs) joyful in him, but it's not about our external happiness. And so I think once you realize that and realize that marriage is to honor God and to learn how to be holy, like that book title says, uh, it's a real paradigm shift, or at least it has been for me. Yeah. Yeah, marriage is, um, (laughs) from a personal perspective, it's it's been very much like looking into a mirror. Like I didn't yes. see these flaws until I saw it in so you know in my relationship with my husband. And I don't always like what I see. And um, but that doesn't mean that a mirror is a bad thing. A mirror is just reflecting what's already there. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. helping you to see it and helping you to be more aware of it. And mm-hmm. um, you can either choose to look away or you can choose to. Um, to deal with what's in front of you. So I think that's, yeah. yeah. Agreed. And sometimes you choose to deal with it, but your mouth says something else. Oh. <laughs> uh, we, right. have, we have those moments too. Yeah. Um, when I say we, I mean me. Mark, Mark's pretty, <laughs> he's learned his lesson apparently. I am still struggling with my mouth occasionally. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but what a paradigm shift that even that comment was. Like he's, mm-hmm. the problem is is now you're realizing that there's things right. you need to deal with than earlier mm-hmm. when, you know, the problem was all on my spouse's end. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's awesome. That shows, that shows growth. There's always room for more of it, but that there's a lot of always. growth even in that statement. So yeah. to, to folks that may be listening, dealing with marital issues, maybe they're on the side where they want the divorce or maybe they are fighting for their marriage. What would you, what would you say to them? Hmm. Well, um, that's a loaded question. First of all, if, um, if you're both believers, then communication and prayer together can change everything. Maybe not overnight, probably not overnight, because we've all got stuff to deal with and, and work through. Uh, but that would be the first start. Having at least one confidant that is also a strong believer um, to talk with and pray with so that you've got more people praying for you, I think is important too. Really, if, uh, even a couple, you know, couples friends, sometimes it works out like that. For Mark and me, it's not so much couples friends as it is he's got a, a couple of really strong confidants and I do too. Mm. So, but they're not married to each other, if that makes sense. So right. uh, that would be that would be one answer. But for somebody who has already made up your mind and you're, you're checked out, um, I would just strongly encourage you to stop and investigate why you're checking out. You know, if you're somebody who is a believer and you, and you really want that relationship with God, um, 
he wants us to be all in and it's it's it will be a it's a hard move to take a step back and think about that really what is your heart telling you to do versus what are you trying to take control of and do anyway mm-hmm. yeah that's good um yeah, I, I mean, it's it's really difficult and every situation is different. And I think that your advice to look for people who are who are strong believers that are gonna be um, pointing you toward the truth and not t- just trying to make you feel better. I think mm-hmm. that that's that's really important on, on both ends. I think that mm-hmm. um, we need that and we need to be that for others. And we've got to work on how we can say it in love so that it's best received, but... You know that's that's so important and that's so valuable. Mm-hmm. So um, we've kind of gotten into this because we were talking about you know being that kind of person to others. But um, you have any other advice for people who want to support their friends and family who are maybe they're in a really tumultuous marriage or maybe they are in the midst of a divorce um, and they're they're you're their friend and you're trying to support them. Any advice that you would give to those folks? Well, one thing I just want to comment on, I don't know that I've really said it, I think it's underlying with what you and I both said, but I think it's really important to have that trust built with friends, girlfriends, Christian, strong Christian girlfriends before, I mean, like it start today. If you don't have, if you don't have that kind of relationship with a couple of people that you can really talk to and trust. You can love on each other. You can speak truth to each other. You can laugh and cry together. Then it is today is the day to start seeking that out because when and if a crisis occurs in someone's life, unless you've got that trust built, they're not going to listen. That's the truth of the matter. The relationship building is crucial to living that part of the life together, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I think that's important. And, and, and for sometimes for family members, that's just keeping the lines of communication open. You know, your, your, blood, your blood family, your blood, um, you know, you were born into the same family, but a lot of times you don't see eye to eye. And it's important, even at that level, I think, to keep the lines of communication open. So if and when something does arise, you 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 are there as a support and they trust you. Yeah. No, that's really that's that's really good. I guess that I kind of took that for granted that um, you know, you need to build this before there's a problem because mm-hmm. if we wait until there is an issue, then I know myself, if I'm looking for support when I'm going through something hard and you know, like kind of like you were saying toward the end of your time, your, your time being single, I guess, you didn't want to hear the answer that it was, you know, to mm-hmm. go back to Mark. Right. At least not initially. But I, so I'm going to be looking for folks who are going to tell me what I want to hear. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when things are, are, are more steady, I mean, I know there's always chaos in our lives in different ways, but when things are not in this complete, you know, upheaval is the best time to, to build friendships, to, mm-hmm, to work mm-hmm. on those relationships where and build that trust in one another. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just because right now 
I'm not going through something there, you know, my, my dear friend may be going through something really difficult and I need to be able to be there for them. And it's not all about, it's not, it's, it's not all about me. It's not just like no. you're going to be there when I'm going through hard stuff. It's, mm-hmm. I, you know, we're there for each other. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's well, the, sides to part it. of the reason, Oh, sorry. No, I didn't mean ahead. to interrupt. I was just going to say part of the reason it's forefront for me is because when, uh, when Mark and I were first um, going through separation, somebody from a Sunday school class did reach out to me and <clears throat> tried to speak truth to me, but I had no relationship with her at all. And so it went in one ear and right back out the other. And so I guess that's why I always think about that. Like you need somebody that, that you can, that you've already built that relationship with. Right. They've earned it basically. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, yeah. So is there any encouragement that you want to leave our listeners with? Anything that maybe we haven't gone over yet that you want to say? Well, um, I think we've said a lot and hopefully there's some good advice in there. But what I will say is no marriage is easy, or at least I don't know any of them that are. And, um, And when God is at the forefront, it can be a very joyful experience of growth, uh, excruciating and, you know, enjoyable, maddening, but God can do anything. Uh, and our feeble minds cannot even begin to understand what all he can do to grow us inside that marriage and as a, and as a couple. So that's exciting to me. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah I, I think a lot of times, you know, you talked a lot about reading your Bible and, we know we we read the Bible and we read these miraculous things that um, God did in the Old Testament, or maybe things that happened through through Jesus or through the apostles. You know, miracles that took place, and we're like, "Whoa, that's so cool! That's amazing!" Mm-hmm. You know, look what God can do. And then uh-huh. when it comes to our personal situations, we're like, "You know, God, you're powerful, but can you just do something that makes sense in my mind?" You know, right. let me give you these limitations to mm-hmm. to how you can work. Like, you know, maybe you don't want to get back together with your spouse. God, help my kids to be, you know, mm-hmm. to adjust to this well. Help me to find mm-hmm. a new mate, whatever it might be that you're praying for instead of like, God, mm-hmm. you do whatever you want to do. And, right. you know, we're going to, I'm going to honor you and I'm going to glorify you. And, you know, God, whatever you want me to do, I'm going to do it. And, I mean, it's a it's a hard well, road to walk, but it's it is see some great stuff because of it. I think it's important too, and I and I've had an opportunity to share this with girlfriends that have gone through this or just going through rough times. You know, I think it's important. God wants us to share everything with Him, and so you know, if if you if you don't want to do something, I think I think we need to be telling God that too. Like, I don't want to do this, and I know you want me to. So bring that around. Yeah. There's um in change my heart. Oh, definitely. You know, and there's times in the Bible where, you know, you have people coming to Jesus for um, miracles, and you know, it's like, I believe, but help my unbelief. And mm-hmm. I right. think that's that's where I sit a lot of times. Like, I believe you can do this, and I would totally believe it for someone else's life, but I don't mm-hmm. necessarily believe it for my own, and I don't believe yeah. that you. You want something that amazing for my life or that, 
you know, transformational. Right. That's right. really, that's good. There's, God has plans for us that we don't even understand. Mm-hmm. And that, mm-hmm. you know, I talk, you know, we, I was talking to my husband about this the other day, but like, you know, God's word, or, you know, we, we get a lamp into our feet and a light into our path. And mm-hmm. in my life, there's been a lot more light unto my path um, mm-hmm. or sorry, a lamp, lamp into my feet rather than mm-hmm. a light on my path. Like there's been mm-hmm. a lot more of here's the next step. Here's the next one. Because yeah. if God had showed you and put a big light mm-hmm. on your path that you and your husband are going to get back together, it's going to be 11 years later and it's going to be mm-hmm. amazing. <laughs> you probably would have been like, you're wrong and I'm going to do everything mm-hmm. to avoid that. So yeah. It's interesting that you mentioned that verse because that was really uh, impactful for me too. You know, I'd heard that verse my whole life, but I didn't really understand what it meant. Uh, but that he is basically, and that's that's what he needs to work on with me. That is the constant, even today, in business and all kinds of things that he's working on with, I'm just going to show you what you need to do today mm. not the next five years you goal setter you but just today <laughs> yeah yeah no that's good and I, I think you brought up another tough an, yeah I'm sure and especially as you've talked about with your personality you're very driven you're very goal oriented you want mm-hmm. to be able to see this result and it's going to be something you're going to actively mm-hmm. work toward and sometimes mm-hmm. God's mm-hmm. like you're you don't even understand you don't even know what's ahead and that's such a good thing for you <laughs> It is. It is. (laughs) It's hard. One other thing that I want to just mention, because I don't think I've mentioned it yet, is uh, as a word of encouragement in the books, besides the sacred search, which was so uh, important for me, the power of a praying wife. I had that book in my marriage round one, as we call it. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't know that I cracked it open. Again, I prayed for God to change Mark, not for me to pray for my husband in certain areas. And that's a really old book, but it really encourages us as women, as wives, to pray for our husband. And it lays it out in a 30-day or a 30-prayer plan. So you could literally pray a prayer a day for your hubby. And it's really, really good. It, it, it puts the perspective and the angle on the right things versus, um, you know, we're praying for them and praying for us alongside them to change ourselves. It's just a really powerful book. Yeah. So much of the the, pow- the power of prayer or the um, the need of par- prayer is how it's transforming the person who's praying. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that's why, you know, one of the reasons why prayer is so powerful is because it's, you know, we're asking these big things of God and get, we're seeing them happen. But in, you know, our desires are changing to look more like his the more that we spend exactly. time in prayer. So. Exactly. I love that. <clears throat> so Gina, um, we're going to kind of change gears a little bit, but um, what is something that you're not very good at? <laughs> well, being idle would be something I'm not very good at, and God's <laughs> teaching me that too, to just be sometimes. Right. Um, two, th- two things immediately come to mind, and you'll probably get a kick out of this. Yeah. First one is yoga. Oh, okay. I am not very good at yoga. <laughs> I will not do it in public. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And the second is storytelling. I feel like I need to get better at storytelling. Uh, that's something that's really pretty important for my business. And, um, and it's something that I'm working on. I'm not a natural at that. Some people are very much a natural. Not me. Yeah. 
Okay. <clears throat> All right. Um, and what is one career you wish that you could have? <laughs> oh, it's so interesting. That's such a great question. And I will tell you that I have thought about this the last probably three years so much that if I would have known how joyful what I'm doing right now could have been, I would have, I would have tried to get there sooner. Um, I love working out of my house. I love helping people be healthier and working on their financial health as well. Uh, and I'm really, really loving working with real estate investors. It is just such a joyful, fun combination. So I just can't even fathom wishing for anything else, to be honest with you. I feel like God is just blessing me with these businesses right now. And I'm having fun helping people, um, helping people in all kinds of ways. That's that's awesome. You don't hear a whole lot of people say, I wouldn't choose anything else. This is- I know. Great. That's great. <laughs> Praise God for that and the journey that he brought I know, you on. For sure. Um, are there, is there anything that's changing your life these days? Books, movies, whatever. Hmm. Uh, really just more of what the same of what we've talked about. I am just very, very focused on making sure that I don't- um, that, that I stay in constant contact with God. Uh -huh. That is my top, top priority. Um, <clears throat> we are looking towards Mark's retirement. And so we're trying to figure out if we, if we want all of our, all of our aging parents are back East. Um, so we, we will probably be moving back there, but God has not illuminated what that plan is yet. So really what's changing Where's our lives today. Where are they? Uh, West Virginia, Kentucky, Ohio. It's okay. kind of a tri-state area. Uh, and our son's in Virginia, so uh, pretty much everybody's back there at this uh -huh. point. Uh, we'd probably not move too close, maybe within a couple hours like Lexington, Kentucky or something like that. But we haven't. God has not um, put his stamp of approval completely on that yet. We're feeling like that's probably the way we'll be going. Um, but really what's changing our life these days is just learning to live the faith walk every single day. For me, Mark, Mark's really been there, but I, I am really feeling like I'm building a muscle in that area. And it, it's really, it is life-changing. It's a whole different way of, of looking and doing things, looking at things and doing things. That's great. That's awesome. So, so much ahead and so, yet so much unknown, right? This is a familiar mm -hmm. path for you. <laughs> yes. It's fun now. It used to be excruciating and I needed to have the control of it, but now it's fun. Now it's like a mystery and a, almost like a, I don't know, I don't want to call it a game, but it's it's fun. Yeah. There's a lot of just, I don't know, I get unknown, a lot of surprises ahead that it's an adventure. That's yeah. a better word. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's great. Yeah, it's very much an adventure. And, you know, I feel like I didn't really realize adventure until we were, you know, married and adults and kind of out, <laughs> out on my own. And now I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. well, if you would have, you know, told me we'd be where we are, you know, 10 years ago, I would have never believed it or even a couple of years ago. But mm -hmm. God is good and God is worthy of our praise and he gives us so much to be thankful for. And I yes, am yeah. just so thankful that you took your time to chat with us today. And I mm -hmm. appreciate all the encouragement that you had and just your vulnerability in sharing. Thank you. Thank you for making me revisit it. It's been a while and uh, it's good. It's good to uh, 
revisit these things. And I'm so grateful. And I'm grateful for you for this uh, for this platform that you've created um, to be a help for people. It is amazing how sometimes just one word of encouragement can change the whole trajectory of somebody's life. So I appreciate that. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. You have a good day, Gina. You too. Take care. There is so much encouragement to be found in Gina's story. The same faithfulness he demonstrated in her marriage to do something seemingly impossible is available to us all. God mourned with her and her family as it was broken through divorce. And then he transformed her heart to help bring about reconciliation. God is so faithful. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. If you love podcasts, you should check out my husband, Phil Baker's podcast called Reclaiming the Faith. He has an incredible interview with Dean Taylor, the president of Sattler College, about how God revolutionized his life, and you do not want to miss it. You can find me at faithfulpodcast.podbean.com or faithfulpodcast on Instagram and, of course, on Apple Podcasts. Remember to subscribe to the Faithful Podcast so that you don't miss a single episode. If you enjoy the podcast, please take a few moments and leave me a review. Reviews are super important for helping other people find the podcast so that it can be a blessing to them. Thanks again for listening. Have a great week and remember to stay faithful, friends.